up, everybody? Welcome to the Lighten Up Podcast. Um, we're so happy you're here. My yeah. name is Maddie. I'm Iris. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. This is our 10th episode. So it's so crazy. Like, it feels like, to me, it feels like forever because we started, we recorded a couple episodes before we launched. Mm-hmm. And so it feels like forever to me, but then I'm like... Yeah. It's also just been 10 episodes, but it's also been, like, dang, 10 episodes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Y'all are honestly just seeing the tip of the iceberg because even just the idea of this whole podcast was, like, floating around for, like, a couple of months before Mm -hmm. we even started airing. So, yeah. Uh, We're super excited. We're celebrating. Yay. This episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, uh, This week, it will have been a couple of weeks before when this episode comes out but uh this week on our instagram we asked for some questions Mm -hmm. um and we got a couple of good ones we're these are like some doozies like i had to sit and think about some of them for a while and then there's some fun questions in here that just like are just about us fun and quirky and fun and quirky (laughs) fun and quirky and fun and quirky (laughs) so we're just gonna roll with the questions that we got today and kind of come up with some like Mm -hmm. some tips that we have off the top of our head and some Mm -hmm. scripture that we have like been like convicted of lately and Mm -hmm. all that good stuff so yeah let's jump right into the questions we also apologize for charlie the bunny he's he's scratching in the background yeah sorry we're filming at maddie's house and your your house yeah not maddie it's not my bunny it's my mom's rabbit and he's trying to dig to like china i guess and there it is. <laughs> He's cute, though. He's cute, I guess. So, sorry if you hear a little scratching in the back. That's what's happening. We don't we don't allow demons in this house. That is not what is going on. Okay, so we've got this random question generator. One to ten. Let's see. Question four. Question four. Okay, wow. Starting off with something that's a little heavy says what brings you hope when you find the world depressing and combative yeah I think you know I think one big misconception there is about Christian lifestyle and Christian people Mm -hmm. and people of the church is that we're just happy-go-lucky people and sometimes it looks like that when you see people on the media who are are Christians but you know there are so many people who just suffer in the church you know Mm -hmm. everybody goes through something at one point in time and you know so I think for me you know I can speak personally that like I've gone through some crazy awful things and like there's so many days where I just don't even want to get out of my bed because at the end of the day I'm just Mm -hmm. 20 yeah you know I'm 20 and and it doesn't even matter how old you are like Mm -hmm. it it doesn't matter how old you are. We're always going to be facing The world's going to be something. overwhelming, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and so I think what helps me feel better when I'm, like, when I feel so hopeless and overwhelmed is I, I visualize, like, this is, like, a very, like, this is kind of meta, but, like, I have this, like, visual practice that I do where I, like, close my eyes and I see all the steps I've taken to get to where I am now and even though they're like little itty bitty steps or like it feels like I was crawling to get to where I am now, mm-hmm. I have to remind myself who I've become because of the things I've gone through yeah. and what has happened whenever I have been suffering and how that strengthened me. Yeah. And with that, I like the Lord like gave 
put this on my heart the other week. It was like, to suffer is to become stronger, mm-hmm. and to fail is to flourish. And that has helped me so much about like being hopeless about certain situations. Is that like, you know, this is gonna shape me. Like this is just one small sliver, one millisecond of eternity. Yeah. So it helps to put yeah. that in perspective. You know. Definitely. When I saw this, I yeah, like that came to mind. Like personally, like. I don't know that it's been, like, a chronic, knock on wood, issue with, like, depression with me. I think I went through, like, a stage where, like, mm-hmm. that that was an issue. But um, besides that, just seeing the way that the world has been lately, like, yeah. for me, what's been heavy on my heart is um, that shooting that happened in Uvalde, which yeah. was is unfathomable oh my gosh unfathomable unfathomable to even think about like as somebody who's an educator Mm -hmm. um not as a parent but I can only like wrap around my mind around like a fraction of what that must feel like it's so heartbreaking yeah it's so sad sorry my dog is barking she's ready to come inside it's a zoo up here it really is (laughs) But, um, yeah, I think the main thing to remember is that God is good all the Mm -hmm. time. And all the time, God is good. Yeah. He sees our pain, and he has not forsaken us. And he's not forgotten, like, the things that we have seen and we have been through. And it's so hard to say that to somebody who's gone through something like, like this tragedy that happened in Uvalde or somebody who their family is... Um, maybe in Ukraine right now, yeah. or I, I have a cousin who's in that area right now in the military, and um, maybe somebody who's just going through something personally, like going through some kind of abusive situation or the loss of a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's hard to say that, but time and time again, I would, um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but Psalm 27 is a really good resource in the Bible about how God is our salvation and we have nothing to fear because he's on our side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just been like, it's like, especially, yeah, you're right. Like, especially now, you know, we're in a time and age where like, there's just so many things going on and it like, it's so hard to not let, you know, evil and the enemy just take over you know not it's so cliche of like there we can't give up you know we can't give mm-hmm. up hope it's so it's so like cliche and like dumb sometimes but like you know we can't give in because if we do give in mm-hmm. it's just like how what's that world gonna look like when right all of us are just so hopeless yeah it'll be so bleak there's nothing that no I don't want to say that there's nothing that we can do for other people's salvation that's wrong um we can do all that we can just within our own power to try to encourage people and Mm -hmm. try to steer people away from the enemy and the temptations of the enemy but at the end of the day we only have the ability to control ourselves and to Mm -hmm. lean on Mm -hmm. strength from the Lord like in our own like will if that makes any sense but Mm -hmm. we can't control the world but we can have community that comes around us and encourage us and lifts us up and 
find somebody who you can like kind of confide in if you personally are struggling with that um or if like it's outside things of the world that you have like this um like anguish in your heart for I'm more than likely if it's like a world event they're probably feeling the same thing that you are like Mm -hmm. going back to thinking about like COVID I was not the only person who was sitting in my room like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. this is horrible I'm so lonely I think like a great thing that came not like a great thing that came out of COVID because nothing great came out of COVID (laughs) like I think a great thing that came out of like that time is that like that phrase like better together Mm -hmm. and that's so true like we find when we're in unity when when we're in community that's where like love and kindness flourish we yeah you know there's so many things that's out of control you know out of our control as an individual human being but what we can control is how we act and how we respond and how we treat other people you know right and with that that creates a chain reaction of love and kindness you know yeah it's good all right next question Question one. Juan says, <laughs> what have you been convicted of recently? Like the Lord convicted you, not the law. <laughs> Lol. Lol. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, well, recently you get a ticket. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, that did happen. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that though. Um, anyways, I think something, I was just telling Iris about this. Um, I have felt this conviction about um, getting off of socials for a little while. And the reason I haven't is because I've been like doing stuff for the podcast and getting some ideas, that kind of thing. And I just, it hasn't really been like a, like, I haven't been like a slave to it or anything. It's Mm -hmm. not been like a big time waster. It's just like, I I think sometimes I fall into the trap of comparison and that's more Mm -hmm. the reason why I've been wanting to get off but it hasn't felt super urgent. And a friend of mine was telling me that she was getting off. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that soon too. And I also, part of the reason, I don't want to get up in the morning and look at my phone first thing. Yeah. And this morning when I woke up, instead of reaching for my Bible, I reached for my phone and I got on Instagram. And I saw something that kind of like stirred up my spirit and not a very good way and that's not a great way to start your day off it's really not it's just not we need to see something that you know we can't control what we see on instagram yeah exactly but nothing from the bible is gonna not be good Mm -hmm. so i i wish i had protected my heart at first by reading the bible but i went on instagram and it really has kind of just like thrown off my mood for the day so I think I'm going to get off of mm-hmm. uh, socials for a little bit. It's proven. Like, if you, like, see your phone for, like, the first, like, if that's the first thing you see in the morning, it's, like, proven that it, like, ruins your entire day. Yeah. Because, like, for example, if, like, the first thing you see is, like, your bank statement, you're just going to be stressed <laughs> or anxiety, <laughs> yeah. have anxiety about money the entire day. Uh-huh. Or if you see, like, it's good to watch the and read the news, but, like, if that's, like, the first thing you see, you're just going to be so, like, sad. Exactly. You know, if something has happened. So, I think, I think the biggest thing with something like that is it, sh- it, it brings to the forefront of our mind of that, like, if we don't start off our day with the Lord, 
And if we start it off with something else, then something else is going to control our minds and our thought process and emotions that day. Yeah. I think it goes along with that verse, like giving the Lord your first fruits. Like it's mm-hmm. not just exactly. your finances, it's your time also. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, exactly. Because t- time is an investment as well. You Absolutely. Know? For me, what I've been convicted of is forgiveness we just did this Mm -hmm. episode and literally i i edit the podcast and so i was like listening to the audio i'm like dang it just like it's so funny like Mm -hmm. every time we're like doing our podcast we're like why are we why is this like speaking to me right now yes it happens literally every episode y'all it's so funny it does and so i was like I, i was like you know editing the forgiveness podcast and i was like man like this is so heavy on my heart and i know it is like so like for, and it's heavy on my heart in a way that affects me because if when I don't forgive it, I've learned that like when I don't let go of those things in the end I'm just hurting myself cuz like yeah. I'm I get angry at myself I'm like man why did I do that in the first place I'm so dumb I should have been smarter I got re- I like why did I do that and I just like it's like these overwhelming thoughts and I put myself in this trap and then at the end of the day, like, forgiveness and letting go just becomes, like, you know, in the back burner. Yeah. So it's, like, this endless cycle of vicious thoughts. And so I was, like, talking to someone about this. And they said, like, you know, at the end of the day, forgiveness isn't about the other person. Forgiveness yeah. is about yourself. Yeah. It helps you. I'm like, oh, dang. Yeah. You're right. So I've been convicted of, like, um, processing what I haven't forgiven and why I haven't and what has helped me is also like ref- like reflecting on the future like when I forgive this is gonna this is how my future will look like because I've um, let that go and it's yeah. now in the past and that's really helped me like like exercises like that like journaling mm-hmm. and stuff really helps me because like if I don't write it down I'm not gonna do it it's, but even when it's like stuff like this even if it's mm-hmm. not like a to-do list or it's just like an exercise with my heart like, it really helps to write it down because it's physical now. Yeah, I definitely agree. I was, after I had that little issue this morning, I was like, okay, I need, I knew already that I needed to get into my Bible, so I did, and I tried to read it, and my mind was just somewhere else, and I was like, you know what? I just need to pray about it, and part of the way that I pray is by journaling and writing things mm-hmm. down. And it just, it helped so much to just get my heart out on paper. Yeah. And then another cool thing about journaling is that later on in a year from now, two years, however many months, weeks, whatever, you look back and you see how the Lord has answered that prayer. Yes. And then it helps my faith again. I can be like, you know what? God did this for me back then. Mm -hmm. There's no reason he can't do it again. Exactly. Exactly. Being expectant of the Lord. Yeah, Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, next question. Three. Question three. Oh, wow. This one's on forgiveness. How do you mm. know the difference in forgiving and loving like Jesus and separating from the world and setting a boundary? I think that's all, like, one, okay. one thing. So, like, what's the difference between loving like Jesus and forgiving like him versus, like, being separate from the world and setting a boundary? Like, how do you know when to, like, keep forgiving somebody over and over rather than, like, to separate from your, yourself from them? Got it. Okay, yeah. 
So I think there is a very fine line in between those mm-hmm. because like we want to be very forgiving people and show people constant love. But at the same time, I think that a boundary does need to be set if it's tampering with your own spirit, you know? Yes. You know, like being separate yeah. from the world, in my opinion, when I, when I hear that, being separate from the world, I automatically think of like worldly culture. This is a really great question, actually, dang. Mm-hmm. But like, I think we shouldn't see separate from the world as like isolating ourselves, you know? Yes. You can forgive people. You can set a boundary, but, you know, self-isolating gets really dangerous, you know? Yes. So I think, you know, to be firm and steadfast in your boundaries with you have with you have with other people, that's also showing um very like godly characteristics, you know? Yeah. I think that like you said, forgiveness is not necessarily always about the other person. It's more for you. Mm-hmm. So you can still be forgiving and have a forgiving heart and just pray for that person that whatever Whenever somebody is hurting you, it's because they're hurting from another place. Yeah. So remembering that it's not always personal. There's usually something else going on. Yeah. Um, And if somebody continues to hurt you, it says in the Bible to not forgive them seven times, but to forgive them 70 times seven. And Jesus says that in Matthew 18. Um. And he doesn't necessarily mean, like, only 77 times or only 70 times 70. It means, like, forgive them over and over and over again. But the reason that he said that was because, um, so this story is, just real quick, the story is from the parable of the unmerciful servant. Mm-hmm. And this king is asking his servant, hey, you owe me this. And the servant's like, okay, yeah, 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 I'm sorry, I don't have it, but I'll bring it back to you. And that servant goes back to his servant. Yeah, he's like, I uh-huh. need this right now. And he convicts his servant. The servant convicts his servant and gets him thrown in jail. And the king hears about it. And he's like, I just forgave you. Why wouldn't you do the same thing? That's like our relationship with Jesus. Like exactly, Jesus forgave yeah. us because we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't we do the same thing to somebody else? Mm-hmm. But I, I think what they're saying by separating from the world there's two ways to look at that. Um, I, when we're separate from the world, it doesn't mean that, I don't think it means that we're physically always separate from them. Mm -hmm. I think spiritually that we are set apart from the world because we have the light of the Lord Mm -hmm. inside of us. And we're just like, we just have like a different, for lack of better words, vibe. vibe. Yeah. (laughs) A different vibe. We just, we have that light of the, light of Jesus and people can tell you know oh you know what I just like I just thought about like maybe it's talking about like keep or like protecting your heart protecting your spirit maybe I think so also like if somebody continues to hurt you over and over again you can set that boundary and let them know Mm -hmm. be you honestly anything any relationship any good relationship is founded on good communication. Yeah. So if they are hurting you time and time again, and you know that your spirit is suffering from that, you need to be straight up and honest. Even that person, if that person is not a believer, you need to tell them, look, I I can't be your friend right now because my spirit is really, really hurting. Yeah. I, I'm suffering. So 
as my friend, I'm asking if we can just maybe have a little space for X amount of time, or mm -hmm. I no longer think that this friendship is benefiting either of the either of us. I think we need to start parting ways. Amen. Um, yeah. I've had to do that before with somebody, and it was one of the hardest things it's, I've ever had to do. It's really tough, you know. It's so it's so tough to tell someone like I need my space, but at the end of the day, you're honoring yourself, mm -hmm. and I, you know, yeah. and if we don't honor ourselves, if we don't take care of our own spirit and just let it, you know, be out there, mm -hmm. you know, we can't let that happen. You know, even though we can put ourselves out there and be vulnerable with our love and our forgiveness and our kindness, at the end of the day, you know, we can't pour from a cup that's half empty. Yes. You know? Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, there's when hurt people hurt people mm -hmm. and those hurt people don't even know that what they're doing, you know? Yeah. For, you know, forgive them for they not for... I don't want to say it wrong. Forgive them for they don't... For, for they know not that they are sinning. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. You know, some people just don't even know that they're hurting people. That's mm -hmm. just like they're they're acting that way because they're hurt. And they don't realize their consequences are affecting others, you know? Right, exactly. So at the end of the day, I think, you know... You can still tell them that, like, I'm going to love you from afar. And exactly. hold true to your word because if you come back and say, hey, I'm lonely. Because when you do that you are going to find yourself in a lonely lonely mm -hmm. position. Mm -hmm. You can't come back and say, hey, I need you. It, it, that's going to send them mixed signals, and that's, yeah. we, don't want, we don't want to be putting yeah. Jesus' name up like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a great question. Yeah. I love that question. Great question. Okay, next question, number 10. Um, where's the line between correct scripture interpretation and when society uses it for selfish purposes? Mm. This is kind of another conviction that I've had lately because our episodes, kind of a conviction, because our episodes are topic-based. Yeah. Um, what we do is we look at this topic and we kind of think about what the things that we've gone through and scriptures that have helped us. But in some, I don't think that has necessarily happened in our podcast, but I know that in some, like, sermons, um, sometimes people can be topic-based and that's fine, but they can take scripture out of context mm -hmm. and use it for their own agenda. And that's, it's so heartbreaking it's and it's dangerous. kind of a pet peeve when I see that happening. Yeah, like it gets me so riled up. <laughs> it really does. I'm trying to not get heated right now no, because I, I, I hate think, when that happens. I think when you, it's just so sad because usually those, those agendas are filled with hate yeah and at the end of the day that's not what the bible's about that's not why jesus lived he didn't live to um for us to use it as a hateful message right he didn't live and give us these lessons so we can personally gain you mm -hmm. know he lived so that we could be free yeah and freedom should be for everybody yeah you know and so you know that's the message at the end of the day that the the message in the bible is to love to be free, to forgive, to be kind, and, you know, man, it just, it upsets me so much when I see, like, sermons, and I'm like, and I, like, I will, like, when I listen to those sermons, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. how could you, like, how can these people say these things and take it out of such far context, like, yeah. context, like, this is what it says, and then you're, like, 20 miles the other way. Yeah, excuse you. I don't know who needs to hear this, but... 
grace is not just for Christians. Mm -hmm. Grace is for anybody who asks and calls upon Jesus' name for it. Mm -hmm. It's there for everybody. Jesus died on the cross for you and for me and for anybody else. Your enemy. Your neighbor and your enemy. Exactly. So um, I think the best way to make sure that we're interpreting scripture the right way is to just get in it on your own yes um being very uh knowing right you have to you have to have your own convictions and it's it's great to go to church it's great to get in a bible study but it's the best to have your own relationship with the lord you need to get in the bible yourself you need to ask and pray to god like what are you trying to teach me through this exactly it's not i think it's you shouldn't be ashamed to ask like if you don't Mm -hmm. understand it that's totally fine girl that That is totally fine if if you're reading the kjv version as well girl good luck (laughs) good thou shalt not sin (laughs) (laughs) Mm. i remember when i was little i had a kj i had a king james version and i I remember being so upset reading the bible not because of the message but just because i I didn't understand. Who is this written for? I was, I was like, I was eight. I was like, what does this even mean? <laughs> yeah. Come to people with your questions. Like if, exactly. you, if you find a good community and you, um, y'all, if you have questions about the Bible, please, it doesn't need to be just for this Q&A episode. You're mm-hmm. welcome to DM us for any questions that you have. But There's no dumb questions, you know? There are not. Everybody is starting from somewhere. Uh-huh. And even if you've like left the faith for a while and you're coming back and relearning everything that's totally okay too this space is for everybody what's your favorite resource to use uh blue letter bible is really good i like the bible project uh i was gonna say i really love the bible project their videos yeah their videos on youtube are really fun to watch Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm they also have a podcast i think i think they do have a podcast so yeah there's lots of resources to help you out there um so that you can learn from others but at the end of the day it's solely your how you take the message mm-hmm. you know yeah and i think you know there's a time and place to use um your theology mm-hmm. of course you should always live your christian lifestyle and live based on what you've learned yeah but you know throwing a verse at somebody at the wrong time mm-hmm. can really get you into trouble yeah, there's something that I I was listening to a, a Jackie Hill Perry's podcast. Mm-hmm. I love her because she's so, like, real and she just does not, like, mince her words. But um, she was saying there's a difference between somebody who has good theology and they, like, they know the right stuff. But their fruit, if that's not reflecting their good theology, then you need to question their salvation. Yeah. Um, because... Honestly, that's going to be the real mark of how how you are as a Christian is the way that you're treating other people and you're acting yeah. in cert- mm-hmm. certain situations. Your character. Right. Alrighty, next question. Two. Nice. Okay, this one's breezy. What are two summer goals that you have for yourself? Okay, a summer goal, like two summer goals that I've had or trying is trying to walk more and it helps because I'm a tour guide so I walk every single day the tour mm-hmm. but I'm trying to get to 10,000 steps every single day which is hard because like even though I'm a tour guide I still work in the office and working in an office can be a little hard anybody who works in the office who listens to the podcast knows it's hard to get your steps in 
So I'm trying to get my steps in by going on walks more. And that's like really my overall goal of the summer is just to get out of my house more. Mm-hmm. Anybody who knows me personally is that I'm a homebody through and through. And like, <laughs> I just love being at home, but that can be a little debilitating sometimes, especially when I'm having bad days and I just want to sit in my room. It's not really healthy for me. So like, I'm trying to like force myself, especially when I have bad days. So like, just go and like go to the park or like go mm-hmm. to, on a walk. That's really just been my overall goal is just like get out of my house more. And I think another goal I've had this summer is to um, do more crochet projects. I crochet. Um, I'm currently making a blanket, but then I have some other crochet projects that I have in my mind. Nice. Just very nice. Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mine are, yeah, mine are really not that spiritual. Mine are just like, um, I want to read more. My goal is Mm -hmm. 10 books by the end of summer. And by the end of summer, I mean like the first day of school for my students. Um, I'm in four books. I think I've read four books so far. And Mm -hmm. it's like about halfway through June. So what are you currently reading right now? I'm reading, um, okay. I lied. It's almost <laughs> It's almost four got books. You. I've got 15 pages left of this book. It's okay. Yeah, that's very But um, I'm currently reading Visioneering mm-hmm. by Andy Stanley. Almost done. Almost done. It's very good. Like, if you're um, considering, like, if you're questioning what your mission is oh, uh, okay. from God, mm-hmm. um, whether it's, like, like doing a podcast or whether it's just like being a discipler or just mm-hmm. like talking to people, whatever. But Visioneering by Andy Stanley is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also reading the Screw Tape Letters. That Ooh, one is very good. I've been wanting to. It's so good, but it's almost like messing with my mind a little bit. I've heard, I've heard if you listen to the audiobook, it's creepy. Yeah, I can see that because I've been reading it at night and it's like, okay. It's scary. I need a moment. You don't like scary things, don't you? I'm okay with scary things. Okay, that's good. I, it depends. You know what? Books are the scariest. Books Movies are, scary. are all right. Books are so scary, right? I don't know why. But it's it's a weird change. It's in your like, imagination. It's your imagination. Like mm-hmm. books are the most scary. Movies are the second scariest. Haunted houses are the least scary for me. Oh. Why? I don't know. I feel like it should be the other way around. Yeah, I books are scary. Know. I don't know. I'm currently reading this book called I Am Not Your Perfect Mexican Daughter. <gasps> I love that book. It's so much. Dude, don't ah, spoil it. Don't, oh my god, it's such a good book. I've been reading it for what, two days now, and I'm on like chapter like yeah. 12 already. I think I read that one in like three days or it's, something. It's a really easy read because like if I, especially if I'm in like a middle, like right now um, I'm reading Little Women as well. Mm-hmm. And like when I'm re- reading classic books, I kind of have to need an easy book to read with it as well. Just because like classics are very dense. They're not, yeah. not, not that they're not good, but it just, mm-hmm. it takes a while and sometimes you need a little brain break. Yeah. So I'm reading that book right now. And then my book next is going to be Silent Spring. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. If you guys are about environmentalism or you want to know how this environmentalism movement got started, definitely um, read Silent Spring. I know all of my Eastside friends have to have read it once, Mm -hmm. at least. I think I read that one my first year of college. That Mm -hmm. one's a really good book. It's awesome. All right. Next question. Seven... Okay, this was one of those that I had to, like, sit and think about for a moment. Mm -hmm. It says, how can we grow our faith in a season of discouragement? Man, you're telling, you're talking to the woman who is always discouraged. (laughs) (laughs) I, this past year, 
has been really hard, especially when it comes to finding jobs. I wanted to, I pictured myself getting this amazing job that related to my career field and it didn't happen, you know? I put so many applications for like getting grants. I put applications out for internships, for jobs. And I mm -hmm. got nothing. I got my I got my last just I got my last email today of saying like we loved your we loved your profile but we're not gonna give it to you. Mm -hmm. That was, and so, mm -hmm. I know what it's like to be discouraged and to always be beaten down, and like like I think what's really helped me is having community. Cause yeah. even when I, like like Maddie knows like at my lowest I literally went to Bible study and I was like, why doesn't no one believe in me? I was just crying and so upset but like I had these older ladies who were in my bible study who knew what I already went through because they've been through it themselves you mm -hmm. know and so to have that fellowship with people of all different sorts of ages and phases in their life to give you that faith and encouragement and advice on how to get through it like it it's been super helpful yeah you know? multi-generational ministry is so helpful it's such a wonderful resource mm -hmm. um not just for like when you need advice but for accountability like they know they just know the right questions to ask and exactly it's like sometimes they're kind of hard to answer because you're like well you know mm -hmm. you know you a little i'm such a crybaby <laughs> exactly but yeah uh what was the question again <laughs> oh okay how can we grow faith um yeah i'm still like I'm same as you, like still trying to figure that out, but remembering that some of the words that Jesus uses to describe us are workers and soldiers yeah. and that um, he asks us to have this steadfast love for him. Mm. It's love that's not going to stop. It's love that even in times where we're just not feeling it, like we just don't have that fire, we can still love him. And yeah. that really proves that love is not a feeling. Love is something that is deeper than that. It's I don't I don't know that there's really another word to describe love. Is just no like, love is just this force that is just it's a natural force that overcomes all. It's a very mm -hmm. triumphant. Yeah, Second Timothy two fifteen says, "Do your best to present." Present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. So continuing to read the word of God. Mm -hmm. I know we've said that already a couple times and that's always going to be our answer, but mm -hmm. continuing to read the word. And even if you misinterpret it, even if you're maybe not handling it the right way, God sees your efforts and he... Yeah. He rewards you for that, whether it's on earth or whether it's in heaven. And I know that's kind of like hard to say, like it could not happen ever in our lifetime. It may be something that God is going to reward you mm -hmm. later on. But knowing that you're fighting the good fight, God has a reward for you no matter what. And I can say probably about most of our listeners that like you guys are so much more stronger than you probably even realize because mm -hmm. I know like so many of you walk in the faith and just that alone makes us so much stronger i ha i was talking to someone about like so many things that were happening in my life and how i felt like a failure i was like discouraged and like but i was like but this is what i'm doing i'm trying i'm i'm really trying to fight to get better and trying to like fight to not be let this take over and she was like 
you've already won then. Mm. Like, she's like, you're already braver than you already know. And you're a fighter that you didn't even see. I'm like, oh, you uh, think so? Dang. There's, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You, like, there's so much of us that we can't even see. Like, just because, like, we're discouraged now doesn't, like, in that moment, we might feel weak. But that doesn't make us automatically weak for eternity, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think... Even just, like, realizing that you're discouraged and to admit that, that takes a lot. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I think we have to, like, really, like, step back and, like, look at ourselves in a big picture. I, I, I heard somewhere, like, when you're, especially in your early 20s, you shouldn't be hard on yourselves. Because when you think about it, you're, like, like you, you're 23. You've only been in your adulthood, adulthood of 20s for only three years. Three years of experience at, like, at a job isn't much, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you shouldn't be encouraged that you don't have this adulthood thing, you know, packed down. Yeah, exactly. Um, a vision that the Lord gave me last year, which has been so encouraging to me, like, since I got this vision. But um, real quick, before we get to one more question, I was house-sitting for a friend. I don't think I've shared this on the podcast, have I? With the strawberry? Yeah. No, not in the... <laughs> okay. So, um, some of y'all have heard this before, just because y'all know me, but if you haven't, I was house-sitting for a friend uh, last year, and I am terrible with plants. I'm just... It's really sad how bad I am with plants, but um, she and her son were growing these strawberries, and she just planted them. Like, they just put them in this little pot, and she's like, um, so... My son has this plant. If it dies, it dies, but it's growing, and um, yeah, I'll tell you how to take care of it. You water it this much. You don't even have to move it. It's in the perfect spot with just the right amount of sunlight. Um, all you got to do is water it this much every day whenever you come over, and mm-hmm. it'll be easy. And I was like, even then, I was still like, oh gosh, <laughs> okay, all right, heard, heard you. But when when I got to her house it was growing like already a little bit like it was just like a little sapling like a little like a little vine so I was watering it watering it first couple days it was already like growing a little and I was like okay we're doing all right first couple days Mm -hmm. it's fine and then eventually this little little flower came up and I was like oh my gosh there's a flower on here it's so cute it's like this little white flower it's adorable and more started to pop up and I got more excited and kept watering it left it in that same spot and then um one day the flower started looking really weird like the in like the center part Mm -hmm. of the flower started getting like big Mm -hmm. and like green and the petals started to like shrink a little bit and look a little funny and I was like I killed it I did it that was it I'm done I'm gonna have to apologize to my friend but I still watered it anyways and I still took care of it and I did the same thing the next day the same thing the day after that and then I realized what was happening is that petal the petals were like shrinking and the center part was growing because the center part was the strawberry Uh uh-huh and I was watching it, and it just kept growing. And I texted my friend. I was like, look at the strawberry. It grew. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it probably won't be any good by the time we get back. So you can have it. So I tried it, and it was amazing. And I was so proud of myself. But the vision that the Lord gave me through that was that you're not going to see progress within the first couple of days. Yeah. You mm-hmm. were not even going to see it within the first, like, months. 
Maybe. months, even through the first couple of trials. Yeah. What I noticed from that was that I eventually was starting to see something that looked pretty. I saw that flower and I got really excited and I thought, okay, this is it. This is the plant. But that plant was never meant to just be the flower. Yeah. What yeah. Hap- What had to happen to that flower, the like... The, the regression? The regression of that growing was actually the for the fruit to actually become... Yeah. Like, be created, I guess, or be produced. And then that was what grew the strawberry. I had to continue to mm-hmm. water it the same amount every day. And I left it in that same spot for, with the sunlight every day. But what we think is the fruit, something that looks pretty may not actually be the fruit. It's just something that looks nice. And then we have to go through something else that's going to test our ability to keep our plants alive. Mm -hmm. And then that's what provides the real fruit of our lives. That, that is so good. I, I know. I was like, why are you so good? I can't you, believe you, you showed me that. That. <laughs> that was definitely from the Lord. Okay. okay. I think this can be your final question. Let's see. Do we want to pick it or do we want to do random picker? Let's do random. Let's keep it random. Okay. All right. We're going to end it off with um, an easy, light, and breezy easy, <laughs> note. Breezy. Easy, breezy cover girl. <laughs> Six is, what are some good songs for a worship night? I... I think it depends on, like, the worship and, like, the vibe of the worship. If it's, like, uh-huh. small scale or, like, big scale. But I think let's just, like, go through our favorites. I think my favorite definitely, um, especially um, lately, has been The Blessing, you know? Mm-hmm. That's been a yes. good one. I saw that one live. That was so cool. <laughs> of course cool. you did. <laughs> the Queen of Concerts. She's, oh. I think it really depends on the vibe, you know, if it's like an acoustic mm-hmm. vibe or it's like a, like a, like a, you know, in the, in the, in the, uh, <laughs> in a what? <laughs> in like, in like a set, like a proper setup. What, what would you say? I would say the blessing. That's a good one. I wrote down three. <laughs> I have like plenty that I can um, write off. I like, um, firm, firm foundation. Uh-huh. Super good. Uh, I think I just love getting hype. I, we're both on the worship team, as we said multiple times. I love, I love worship songs that pick up really fast and like super like get you like your heart beating. Yes, that's I just love that because I play the bass and like that's like my favorite part. Especially when the bridge starts going, I'm like, yeah. here we go. Christ is my foundation. Exactly, you know. Yep. I loved I loved both of those. You know what? I loved. Um, Oh, sorry. I blanked. What is it? Dang, I blanked. Um, Jesus over everything. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That song. The bridge is just so encouraging. Yeah, man. I love that bridge, but when I have to sing it on stage, I'm like, Lord, give me the strength give to Give me the diaphragm this. strength. Because <laughs> that's a tough bridge. Um, you know, I when I think of a worship night, I think of like acoustic, like Very, in yeah, your intimate. living room or like a campfire situation, mm-hmm. but like intimate, slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have those, but the three that I have for like a campfire worship night is mm-hmm. Rest on Us. Oh, that one's a good. good. One. That one's a good one, yeah. I feel like that one's classic, like almost everybody's favorite. Um, this one, Jesus, What a Savior by House Fires. Mm. I discovered that when I was at um, UTSA, Chi Alpha. That one just had this major spiritual impact on me because that was when I was coming back to my faith like yeah. like as an adult for the first time mm-hmm. and that one just 
every time hits. Yeah. Jesus would have saved you by house fires. I think we all had that kind of song that, like, it just, like, convicted us but also gave us so much strength. For me, it's goodness of God. Every time I Mm. listen to that song or every time we had that in our playlist for church, I, I I would have to like fight not to cry. Like mm. when we were on stage, when I'm like when I'm at home, I cry. I don't care who sees me. <laughs> like that song, just like oh, it just reminds me that like he's always good, you know? Yeah. And oh, that song, I'm I'm gonna start crying even <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> that one is good. Um, my third one is "Broken Vessels" by Hillsong. That's another one that mm-hmm. just like. Oh, man. Goes crazy. I feel like it's the opposite of getting strength. I feel like it's just me, like, okay, slumped. Jesus has got me. Uh-huh. I, like, can just rest everything on him. Rest yeah. on us. Rest on us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So good. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I don't think we mentioned this before, but this is our last episode just for a little while. We're mm-hmm. just taking a little summer break. Um, we need a little bit of rest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But we've got some really awesome things planned for the next season. Yes. And if you guys ever want to hear, if you guys want to hear specific things the next season, DM us on Instagram at lighten up, um, lighten up 812. Um, that's our podcast, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's our Instagram. We like, I go there on there constantly. It's just like, you know, in the head You see it so much. You're like, wait, what? Like your address. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So hit us up on Instagram, email us if you have specific, um, uh, requests for the podcast, you know, and like, let's let us know how we did on the first season with a review. Um, we would love to hear what you guys thought of this first season, you know? Uh, and just thank you, you know, just thank y'all for so much encouragement and love it, it brings us so much joy when, it, when y'all tell us that you've um, listened to the podcast. It just really, it lightens up my world mm-hmm. knowing that you guys absolutely love the podcast yeah. and, like, love what we're doing. It really is just so good. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Bye! Bye. <laughs>